In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So many of the difficulties and problems which we must deal with in our life are those of our own creation, and, and often, very, very often, it's because of an in, importune word that we speak. Words are spoken to us just as words were hurled at our Savior, but he never misspoke. Careful, diligent to speak only what the Father had given him to say. What is cultivation without a harvest? The miracle of growth could be witnessed as tiny seeds planted in the earth sprout and soar heavenward, bearing their fruits. But what is the point? But to provide for all kinds of needs, once harvested and the goods spread and distributed far and wide. The old law taught the children of Israel the value of offering their first fruits, that is, the very first things which grow from either their fields or their flocks and herds, or even from their own families to God. The value was not in monetary or financial gain or even in kindness and in charity except to God, but in offering true worship to God by this act who provides for all growth and is for his children their and our only real profit. God can make a salty waste turn into a shady grove or an abundant vineyard. Or God can take forested or well-watered meadowed lands and make them arid and parched with nothing but scorching wind and blazing heat where once there were mild breezes and plentiful rainfall. Do you ever wonder about the place once known once created as the Garden of Eden, and whatever became of such an idyllic paradise on earth. It is God who takes a brown dirt field and makes it burst with life. Therefore, it is God who takes a people whom he loves, a people for whom he suffered what no man may comprehend, so that they may become for him a vineyard of souls, ever growing, ever increasing. We don't know the workings of God's love and mercy. All we know is that by his word, our sins may be wiped away. By his sacred word, bread and wine, the harvest of human hands, become the very body and blood of our blessed Lord, and which, beyond all imagining, beyond all telling, become our food. This is the point of Pentecost Sunday. He said to his apostles, I must go away. And when his great promise was fulfilled, no one needed anything but the gifts which were sent, like the insignificant seed which within itself contains the mystery of grain-filled barns and heavy-laden vineyards, countless souls were harvested 
on that Pentecost Sunday, when the Holy Ghost descended upon men quaking in fear, hidden away in a locked room. Ours is very simply to be still and to wait upon the promise of the Lord. We cannot be still when the turmoil of sin poisons our lives, but it does. The culture, the twisted and sin-warped culture in which we live, flings toxins and contagion at us from every side and at practically every moment. How can we remain unspotted from such an onslaught? But God prepares with great and relentless tenderness and love our souls anew in his most wonderful sacraments. He administers healing, cleansing balm, even strong anti-venin in both the sacrament of penance and in Holy Communion. The torrent and flood opposed to our salvation seems too strong to avoid its surging and destruction of our vineyard. Yet we need never fear loss, however, as long as our lives conform to his. When we suffer, we unite ours with his suffering. When our faults betray us, we make reparation for the betrayal Christ suffered. When we need forgiveness, we ask absolution for our sins. Just as the cross seemed briefly to be the very end of our Savior, it yet proved to be his greatest sign of victory. Jesus then appeared to a very select group of disciples for a limited space of time to announce to them the promised comforter. For beyond the small span of the apostles' days on earth, there was an immense harvest to come. Before their sad and wondering eyes, he ascended into glory. And when the days of waiting were over and the Holy Ghost descended, how great was the harvest of thousands from every land and nation. And then, and even today, even in seemingly impossible conditions, in a culture which seethes and grinds its teeth against God, Yet how great will be the harvest to come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.